Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. Before the days of computers, for the protection of U.S. currency, inspectors were trained by looking at authentic bills rather than looking at the counterfeit bills. Now, the point was that knowing exactly what to look for on the correct bill, that whenever something strange would appear, it could easily be spotted as counterfeit or wrong. Now, I'm sure it's all done by computer today, but even when I tried to search online to, to how to spot a counterfeit bill, the examples I saw only demonstrated things to look for in the authentic bill. Often I find that there are two extremes when dealing with passages about the evil one or the devil when any time they appear in the lectionary. The evil one being that antithesis, that counterfeit of the goodness of God. Now some will harp on the powers of evil and give the devil credit for anything and everything that happens in the world. And I call that looking um, for a devil behind every bush. On the flip side, there are some who dismiss any power of evil, though even though we pray for that protection every time we say the Lord's Prayer. Perhaps we can find a balance. I worked with a young woman. We were both young at the time. She often read her Bible on her breaks, we openly had conversations about Jesus and the Bible. But if I ever would say devil or Satan, she would call me out. Like, shh, shh, don't say that out loud. Might hear you and come. While I didn't discount the power of evil, like the counterfeit money, her comments seemed just a bit off to me. Something was not right. And I immediately began to recall verses that didn't give Satan quite so much power. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. At the name, my favorite, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. So I chose not to get into a scripture quoting war with this girl because I knew she truly loved God and was trying to, and was doing good by staying in the word. But what I, but from what I did know about scripture and what I did say, it's that Jesus is the one with the real power. Even in our short readings about putting on the armor of God, the apostle Paul says evil one, devil, ruler of the world at least six times. So the writer obviously isn't superstitious just about saying the word, but he also doesn't allow us to ignore that those powers truly exist any more than Jesus ignored those powers that vie for our very souls. Jesus on several occasions called those he traveled with to beware. 
In Luke, Jesus says, Satan wanted to sift Peter like wheat. And he also said Satan entered Judas, as the Gospel of John portrays. So we can't ignore them. The Apostle Paul knows very well, and he's certainly not unreasonable for him to invite his readers to put on some armor against it. Against it. After all, he had been arrested, beaten, snake-bitten, shipwrecked, and left for dead so many times that he most likely wondered why he was still alive or couldn't believe it. So after spending five chapters in the book of Ephesians, inviting the letter, inviting the church to unity within itself, the author now turns his attention to consider what the real dangers are that they're facing. This is not just about problems with one another, but there are other things going on in the world. He makes no bones about it. However, the minute a modern-day preacher begins to wade in these waters, if we're not careful, I may begin to sound to some of you like a conspiracy theory sounds to me. But the difference is we're talking about the Word of God. For Paul, the threat is real, and he calls us to armor up and protect ourselves against the danger. But this armor is primarily made of defensive weapons. Our defense against the evil one or evil or the powers that be, and we can describe evil in a lot of different ways. He tells us to put on that belt of truth, be honest. A breastplate of righteousness, do the right thing even though that might not be so easy to decide. Wear shoes, which represent whatever gets us ready to proclaim not a gospel of war, but a gospel of peace. Our defense also includes a helmet of salvation which invites us to settle the matter of whose side we're on and quit giving any more power to powers that don't deserve it. To know that you belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because both the helmet of salvation and the shield of faith help us to know who is ultimately in power. But lastly, we do get that one offensive weapon, and that is the sword of spirit, which is the word of God. We have several ways to help starting this in the few weeks. Philip's going to offer a Bible study after Labor Day on Zoom. Susan Engel, and I will try to assist her somehow when she can't be there, is going to offer a hybrid class of where we can meet together and on Zoom. But both of these opportunities help us to sharpen our swords of the Spirit so that we recognize counterfeit when we hear it and we continue to live in the power of the Spirit rather than relying on everything else we're hearing around us 
What is God trying to tell us? The one who gives bread that allows us to live forever is who we're looking for. Not only in these broken bodies, but forever. I don't begin to determine who lives forever, who doesn't, who's in, who's out. That only God knows. Last time I checked, Jesus died for all. But Jesus knew that what he was saying was difficult to hear. And as a result, his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. Now, these are not just people following him in order to critique his every word and harass him. Disciples are those who learn and follow. And some of these were the ones who turned away. We hear a lot of scripture in church, a lot of sermons, some better than others. We all have our good and not so good days. But when the rubber meets the road and we're faced with choosing what's real versus what's counterfeit, will we choose Jesus? I can't make that decision for you, but I can help you put on the armor of God. And I can tell you what I will do. And if I don't, call me out. In the words of Joshua, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And with Peter, I confess, Jesus, you have the words of life, eternal life. I have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Hallelujah. <laughs>